Broadcasting from deep in the Eubliferous galaxy, on a small planet called Gekonia, east of the albino hills and south of the raging leucistic river, comes the one, the only, Gecko Nation Radio. What's up, everybody? Today is December 14th, 2014. Um, We kind of missed our uh, one-year anniversary back in October, and so we're going to do it tonight, and we're also going to have our holiday show. I'm not really sure how long we're going to stay on the air tonight, but uh, we'll see how it goes. We have a bunch of our sponsors, a few of our sponsors calling in, and we're also going to open up the phone lines for all you folks. Uh, Let's go ahead and grab grab, the co-host, Mr. Tim Wally. What's up, Tim? What's happening, Dave? How are you? Doing good. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's really weird that it's been a whole year, actually over a year, that we've been doing the show. And uh, the show's come a long way. It really has. I'm really excited about what we've accomplished and also what what's coming in the future. And I don't know. It's just like it's like a milestone that we've uh, achieved. It, it goes by fast, right? Yeah, I know we've we've made a bunch of changes to the show, and um, you know it's just it's constantly evolving, and you know none of us are really professional radio show hosts, but you know we do the best we can, and uh, it's all about you know getting good information out to the community and uh, helping to educate new hobbyists and uh, you know regular hobbyists that are out there. But uh, I think we're bringing really good programming to all you guys, and I I think a lot of these shows. Um, will be appreciated in the future as well because a lot of people out there are going to want to look back and remember what things were like or maybe there's some information that they, uh, they're they going to want to dig up in the history and find out and, you know, they'll be able to hear it from the horse's mouth, so to speak, with some of our great guests that we've had. So um, I definitely think it's uh, an asset to the community. Yeah, we and we enjoy doing it as well. It's, um, it's not easy, so... Um... We appreciate when people give us uh, positive feedback or uh, constructive criticism. But, um, yeah, we do it for everyone um, and uh, and hope it's it's shared and, and enjoyed. But uh, what's new lately? You got uh, you got all your your geckos, tubs decorated and uh, LED lights all set up yeah. on your back? Great. Yeah, I got the holiday music, the Christmas music playing downstairs and the uh... Yeah, so we got all the geckos have multicolored lights now, and they're they're singing Christmas carols and whatnot together. So that's pretty much what's going on down there. No, it's pretty much just the same as it always is. I don't decorate the gecko, <laughs> but uh, you know, I put a wreath on the front door. That's about it. I really don't go crazy for the holidays. I'm not. I'm kind of like uh, I don't know. I mean, the holidays are cool and all, but it's not. I don't know. To me, it's just another day, pretty much. That's how I am about things. But uh, what are you doing for the holidays? Anything? Um, I actually got my tree up early this year, um, but I I haven't gotten my uh, my lights up yet in the house. So I guess that's uh, my project for tomorrow. I hope I have good weather for it. Yeah, well, that's cool. Well, folks, I want to do something special tonight. Um, I want to give away at least one of my geckos, something cool. And um, I want to do some kind of prize or contest type of thing. I don't, 
I'm so bad at planning these types of things. Uh, Tim, do you have any ideas about uh, how to how to do something for the listeners tonight? Um, how about they they email you on your um, gecko forums email um, what the ingredients are to the bold and gold project. <laughs> I don't know if I have an actual uh, email at gecko forums. Tell you the truth, I never really. Yeah, you uh, do you just your uh, your handle? I mean, Steve does all the posting in there for the show, so. All right, well then, uh, just your email. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, that that could be. We'll think about that. We'll, well, that might be one of the ideas. But uh, I definitely want to take some phone calls tonight. If you you know if you guys have any questions or anything. Um. Let's see. I think I have somebody that's going to call in right away. Let me see. I just got to text him real quick. But uh, in the meantime, folks, uh, I just want to mention that uh, Gecko Nation Radio and Herpentine Radio are affiliates. Uh, if you guys like what we do here, you'll love what we what they do over there. Check out Herpentine Radio, also on BlogSoft. And uh, also, Tim, tell everybody about Gecko Forums. Well, we love geckoforums.net. It's uh, the best place to go for all your leopard gecko care and husbandry information. Um and everything is archived, and you can look up old posts and and find breeders, information on breeders that you're interested in or projects that you're interested in. And uh, and when you post stuff up there, it doesn't disappear. Um, you can always go back and find it later, and it's a great resource for everybody. I use it myself, um, so go check yep. it out. That's right. And also, check out our great sponsors. Here's some of them, and you'll get the rest of them at the halfway point. Gecko Nation Radio is a David's Fine Gecko's creation and production. You can visit the show's Facebook page at Gecko Nation Radio. I also have a great family-friendly group on Facebook called Gecko Nation. Apply for membership today. Gecko Nation Radio is sponsored by... Reptiles Express is the absolute best live animal shipping company with great low rates. Debbie is the queen of customer service and will make sure your precious cargo gets to where it needs to. They also have a wide array of shipping supplies from deli cups, snake bags, heat packs, and more. Visit reptilesexpress.com and become a member today. Longhorn Geckos is a father and son collaboration. Daryl and Cade Burton specialize in the best super tangelos, pastel raptors, white and yellows, and really nice wild types. Follow them on Facebook at Longhorn Geckos and on their new website coming soon. Ohio Gecko is famous for amazing tangerines, snows, and other very unique leopard gecko projects. Thad also has some incredible fat tail morphs available from stingers to starbursts. Visit him online at ohiogecko.com and at expos in the northeast. He is also the owner of geckoforums.net. Dale's Bearded Dragons is your one-stop source for any reptile supply products that you may need from Exoterra, Zoomed, Rapashi, Repcal, Fluker, and much, much more, and all at 20 to 50% cheaper than your local pet store or big chain pet store. They are also the biggest reptile supply distributor at most of the Northeast Expos. Contact them directly online at dalesbeardeddragons.com or 
message me on Facebook, and I'll put you in touch with the owner. That's right, folks. And uh, also, if you're going to be uh, in need of Dubia Riches, take advantage of AB Dragons and their 5% off coupon code. Just use the code GECKO, all in caps, at checkout, and you'll get 5% off. That's the standard Gecko Nation radio code. All right, cool. All right, Tim, we are back. And, wow, chat room's got some some peeps in there. We got Alan, we got Atomic Geckos, we got Ben, Brooke, Gerard, Jamie, and a guest. And um, I know Mr. Ron Tremper's going to be calling in soon. So far, we've got a few people confirmed. Uh, Ron Tremper, John Scarborough from Gecko Boa. And we have uh, also Daryl from Longhorn Geckos. And, of course, Wally Kern. So we got a good lineup of guests coming on. I just, uh, I think I'd like to do something special for the people in the chat room. So, um, well, Tim had a good idea. Uh, who, who knows what is the, there's three components to my bold and gold project that I've been working on for a few years back now. And, uh, first person to tell me all three, um, will, all right, I'll give a gecko away. It's not going to be a bold and gold, but it'll be something cool. It's got to pay for shipping. So, in the chat room, what are the three combinations to my bold and gold project? All right. Tim, you with me? I'm here. All right. Um, wow. I don't know, man. There's been times during that I've, uh, over the past year that, you know, I felt like, I don't know, I kind of felt like the show is, is, is a lot of fun and, and stuff, but there's also been times where I felt like, well, maybe um, it's time to move on to other things and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. Part of me always feels that, you know, this is this is something special, and you know, people look forward to this. And I think we're doing a great thing. Um, I got a confession to make to everyone. I've kind of been feeling a bit, I don't know, just kind of burnt out with Facebook and I've I've kind of thought about walking away from the Facebook group only because I don't like being in charge of something like that. I like I like that we have like four thousand members, over four thousand members. And um you know I think there's a great sense of camaraderie in there that we've built. Um but in building that camaraderie it was necessary to have to basically boot some folks that just aren't, that don't play nice with others. And I don't like being in a position to to have to boot people because I do believe in freedom of speech. But, you know, in a group where you have young people and children trying to learn and um, you have folks that just, you know, you know, just don't, don't want to see certain language and stuff, have to make that call and just get rid of people, not only doesn't make me feel good, but then that person that gets booted, you know, right or wrong, they just wind up just being filled with anger and sometimes even worse uh, emotions. And I don't like that those decisions have – I don't like being – I don't feel, feel that I'm qualified <laughs> to make those kind of decisions. So I've kind of thought about closing the group down or at the very least just handing it over to somebody else to run. Um, so that's part of my thinking. I haven't made a decision, though, on that yet. And if any of you guys out in the chat room or listening want to call in and tell me your feelings on, on things like that, 
I'd love to hear from you. The call-in number is 646-478-5331. What do you think, Tim? What do you think about that? I I think basically what you're trying to say is that we're we're just uh, trying to keep the group, um, you know, open for newcomers to feel comfortable posting newbie questions and and not uh, fearing, you know, getting made fun of or or spoken down to. And so you're just trying to be sensitive to to those people and, and let them have a place to, to post their questions and get the help that they need and not get intimidated or or offended by more experienced people, correct? That's, that was the original goal, yes. It, it's just, it seems impossible to please everyone. And whenever someone does wind up doing something to get booted, you know, they take it very personally. And then all those those uh, people that get booted congeal and then form a big bundle of, uh, of uh, people that just talk really bad about the group. And, you know, I don't like, I don't like giving that people to do, and I don't like, you know, giving those Nick having those people. I don't like being the subject or the person that creates those emotions. And you know, because the way I feel, I, I do understand, you know, freedom of speech. But how do you run a group and keep everybody happy? You just don't do it. It's just impossible. But I don't know. It's very confusing. Like I said, I'm not qualified. I don't think anyone really is qualified. It uh, looks like we have a couple of callers on the air. Let's take a call, phone call. Caller from the 954 area code. You are live on Gecko Nation Radio. Hi, David. It's Barbara Santora. How are you? Hey, Barbara. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Everybody's doing great here. Um, I just di- I did want to comment on your Facebook, uh, you know, feelings. And I'm just mm-hmm. I just want you to know that it's not just you that I, I belong to several groups, and a lot of people are ex- experiencing what I'm calling a Facebook burnout because Facebook has gotten so kind of out of control, but as it's been out of control, it's already also rather tremendously manipulated. So people are getting tired of it, and I think there's a lot of repetition And I think people are a little tired of the repetition that we see. As far as your group is concerned, um, I would keep it active because it's been a tremendously helpful group. And and then the newbies like me have learned so much so we can help the other newbies. So like the other people don't have to do so much work and be involved. But uh, I just really did want to address the fact that I'm personally burnt out with Facebook. And I'm going to sue. I'm going to sue. And, uh, well, that's probably going to get burnt out, you know, in two years or three years or whatever. In addition, you know, it, it's just the nature of the... Huh? Who I'm on sue. sue no, I'm on sue, T-S-U. Oh, I thought you said you are going to sue somebody. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm on sue. I'm going to sue, T-S-U. <laughs> I thought you knew what I meant. <laughs> no, I'm not suing anybody. No, no, thank you. I'm really not into that. I just want to be quiet <laughs> and play with my little kids. No, 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 no. So I'm going to migrate okay. over to there for a little while and and lighten up on the post because it's gotten 
like you said, it's it's a, it's gotten very heavy on the emotional ticket. It, it, right, it, right. It, it's just too much. And why people have to attack other people in that venue, I don't understand. So I I don't use it as much. You know, I check yeah. in when I have a question with you guys, and I check. I like your show. I love your show. I've learned so much from you. So please understand that that you don't have to be physically there for the thing to proliferate as long as your admins are kicking out any kind of negative types of folks. But yeah, uh, we have awesome. I have learned so much, and I have met the nicest people that I have ever met. I love that group. That is my favorite group, your group. So don't feel badly about it. And if you don't want to do it, pass it over to somebody for a while. We all get burnt out with things. And then come Mm -hmm. back when you're ready. But you have done a wonderful service, and you have done a wonderful educational process, and you've brought a lot of people together. I will agree. Thank you, Barbara. Well, that's how I feel, David. And um, I also feel that, uh, yeah, we're all getting Facebook burnout because something's happening. The, the whole thing is changing. So, I mean, it's it's hard for me to describe. There's a whole thing changing. But uh, right now, your group, I love your show. Um, I always learn something, and I get to, to meet my friends over there, <laughs> my little gecko friends. <laughs> Like I said, they're the nicest people I know. All right, sometimes you get a bad apple. But you know what? I have to say, I've been in plenty of groups. Your group, the bad apples are minimal. You should be very happy. Good. (laughs) No, good. No, and I I love your show, and I I, I learned the I'm in rainbow mealworms. I'm I'm happy as crazy. I got my crickets. I got everything going. (laughs) I'm like so happy. I know, but it it worked for you guys. It does seem to be working well, right? It's working fine. Everybody likes each other. Everybody's trying to be as supportive as possible. The only thing we get a little clumsy about is the sand issue, which I always try to correct when somebody says, I said, we don't discuss that on this group, okay? We have a position on sand, okay? You do what you want to do, but we don't really have debates about that. That subject subject is too volatile. Damn sand. It's very volatile, Tim. That's awesome. All somebody has to do is make a post um, with, with a picture About of their geckos sand. on sand. Yeah. yeah. And then within an hour, there's like 500 comments, and it just goes I know. <laughs> or the photo. <laughs> is that sand yes. that you have your gecko on? <laughs> yeah. Sand? You'll keep your gecko on sand? <laughs> oh, and then it gets worse, though. I mean, uh, yeah, somebody yeah. always... Somebody always gets booted from the group on a from a sand post. I mean, somebody on the just sand. <laughs> but you know yeah. what? If that's if that's all that's happening on your group, consider right. yourself lucky. It's it's sand, so. okay? It's yeah. just sand. You're right. <laughs> wow. And uh, and I always I always put my two cents in, and I say, well, the position of this this group here is blah blah blah. I try to be nice about it, and uh, you know, take it or leave it. <laughs> 
I always had mine on <laughs> Oh, you got to have a little humor, or lighten up. I know. Christmas. People are sensitive today. I know. I know. It's oh my God. I am. I'm highly sensitive, but I've had to lighten up because it, it's too much. It's really yeah. too much. But anyway, I just wanted to address that the Facebook thing. Everybody's getting a Thank little burnt you. out with it. So, so, but I would okay. keep your group open. I think it's a great group. Mm-hmm. And if you want to take a time out, take a time out. Everybody deserves one. You're right. Yeah, I'll think okay. about it. All right, thank you so much, Barbara. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Happy Same holidays. to you, Barbara. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that's that's cool. She's and she's. I like her opinion. She's right. Um, it's a... Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a responsibility. It is. And uh Yeah, I like how she feels about it. Let's take another call. Let's go uh, oh, Gecko Nation Radio's biggest fan, Miss Elsa. Hey Elsa, hey. how are you? Happy holidays, Gekonian. Happy holidays. <laughs> and I, I would like to say I agree with everything Barbara said. I'm still a newbie myself, yeah. although I'm I'm getting so you know, I know my way around some things. And um, you know, I I, I go for I go first to destination radio and the group, and uh, I, you know I can I'm not getting burned out on Facebook yet, and you know if there's something I can do after the first year when the people I register are through fighting with their service provider, that's why I'm not in chat right now. Um, you know I would love to. Because I believe in Gecko Nation Radio and everything to do with it, and I think it's one of the mo- most fantastic things that's ever happened to me in my life. The Gecko Nation oh Radio. I know it doesn't take wow. much, maybe. That's awesome. So, anything I can do to help, David? Yeah, I I am a big fan, and I will continue to be. And I'm I'm going around talking to. My friends at the pet store and and uh, people in the neighborhood that are starting to pay attention to my geckos. I I don't know if they've ever called in or downloaded any programs, but uh, but you know I mean I I'm out there plugging for Gecko Nation Radio, and I'm hoping we're getting some more listeners and uh, downloads from that. So oh, we are. You know, you, you know, go ahead, just go go Gekkonian. And I will talk Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Elsa. Thank you. Well, you know what? It's it, I was basically weighing down, you know, the the pause, the pros and the cons, so to speak. And the way I was seeing things is as far as Facebook goes, because it's it's such a time drink. Um, I was feeling all right. Well, the pages, Gecko Nation Radio, my David Swine Gecko's page, and a couple other pages that I have. Those don't really drain me of energy. You know, they're they're just fun. I post a few pictures, yada, yada, and I think they're very useful. Um, I was feeling, though, that the group was kind of being a drain on me a little bit. But, um, yeah, I'm just going to step back from the group a little bit, I think. And, uh, you know, as far as the show goes, the, the show is the show benefits from Facebook. It does. And, you know, we get a lot of listeners, a lot of new listeners from the group and from Facebook. So, you know, of course i got to keep that going, keep the promotions going. And um, I want to thank everybody that shares our posts regularly because, you know, with Facebook today, unless you share something, 
nobody sees it. And, and the only other way for me to really promote it is to pay $5 per post per day, um, and that's just not feasible on our budget. So I know Brooke. Thank you, Brooke. Um, Elsa, a lot of people do. Wendy, um, I think Jamie does too. A few people in the group. You guys share the posts regularly. That's a big help, and uh, we definitely appreciate that because we want to reach new people. And, you know, I see the downloads going up. I see the live listeners going up. So, I mean, that's that's a good thing. That means the show is growing. So, you know, I I haven't considered coming close to stopping, you know, the radio show. So it's just something that uh, we're just going to keep doing. Let's go ahead and take another call. Caller from the 520 area code. You are live on Gecko Nation Radio. Hey, David. Hi, who's this? Oh, this is Max. Hey, Max, what can I do for you tonight? Um, nothing much. I was just going to say that um, the one thing that I've noticed recently, um, you know, in Gecko Nation is that there's been, like, whenever I first whenever I first joined it, there was a lot more, you know, like the other people said, there was a lot more people who were, you know, kind of going and, like, commenting on the post and just being, you know, super negative and stuff against the people. And, you know, I've noticed that it's getting a lot better. There isn't as many of those people except, you know, like on the sand and stuff. But um, it's the thing that I, I think about the group is that whenever – you go and you have the, you know, the, the new people who say they just went to Petco and got a gecko or they went and, you know, they got one off, um, you know, they got one off Craigslist or something like that. And then you have them and then there's the people who are, you know, like, you know, like you that are into the, you know, that breed and everything like that, the really high-end leopard geckos. And it kind of comes to where I feel there's still like a line, like it's kind of divided where there's those people. And then the people who are only answering, like, you know, the new people have questions and the only people who are willing to answer those questions who are just like them, who really, they're not very experienced. And, but, and then there is sometimes where some of, you know, the more experienced people or keepers will go and they'll comment on those posts. But what I've been seeing is that it's mainly the people who they're not that informed, so to speak, they're the ones that are giving out the advice to the other people. Cause, um, what, there was one on there, I think it was yesterday or something I saw where someone that they didn't have the right humidity and their gecko toes got kind of, you know, the circulation got cut off same with the tail and yeah. it was, yeah, and it's, you know, it's, and the, the people automatically, the first post was, oh, it has tail rot, it's going to die. <laughs> and and people, I think people saw that, and they were like, oh, no, 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 we don't want this person to freak out. So, you know, then, then they kind of, like, felt like, yeah, you know, we need to go and tell this person, no, their gecko's not going to die. Um, right. But it's, the thing I like about it is that there's so many people in versus the other groups, um, I don't post there a lot, but when I do, it's usually, you know, if I have like, say a question like earlier, you commented on it a few days ago 
about last week's show, what the name of the, the plastic was. And it's, if I had posted that in a different group, you know, <laughs> it could have been a couple of days before I had gotten any responses. So. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. But I know what you're saying, Max. I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. And, um, honestly, uh, I used to do a lot of, um, helping of the new folks and, uh, but you know what? There's, there's just so many and I just don't have the time, honestly. Yeah. And, and believe me, I still say it and it's still true. Everybody that buys a gecko at Petco emails me or contacts me through my website and asks me what milk they have. <laughs> right? Yeah, you, that's, you know, that's I, a little bit <laughs> I can't answer them all, dude. I want to. I want to help everyone. And But you know what? As it comes down to for me, the way I feel like I'm helping is by providing this radio show and providing the group. I, as far as being attentive to everyone's questions, I just don't have the time, man. I really don't. I, I wish I did, though, you know. But you're right. We, we, mm-hmm. I guess the group could benefit from some more, um, a little, I guess, mid, mid-level mid hobbyists uh, helping out some of the newcomers. That would be great if, if more people would would jump in and do that. That would be cool. Yeah. I mean, how, do you, how, do you, how do you do that, though? I mean, I don't know. How do you get people to want to be helpful? I don't, I don't know. That, exactly, and that's a really good question. Yeah, I mean you're right. And then, when you reach a, there, there are some you know when you reach a certain level of the game, a lot of people you know just don't have time anymore or feel. I know some people feel they're superior to the beginner. I mean I'll never forget that there's I was a, a lot beginner of too. Yeah, I, I dude, I I look back at some of my old YouTube videos and I'm like, oh my god, what a noob I was. But you know what? You know I've I've, <laughs> I've been I've been I've been made fun of by other breeders when I first started out. You know, some of them who are now friends of mine and, you know, mm-hmm. because I didn't know any better and I was such a noob. But you know what? Instead, unlike some of those other noobs that wound up quitting and moving on to other things, I stuck it out and now now I consider myself uh, pretty knowledgeable with the genetics and I know what I'm talking about at least most of the time, I think. And uh, But you know what? We can't forget that we were all beginners once. And, yeah, you know, that, that's it's... It's it's a time management thing, I think. But uh, you bring up yeah. a good point, Max. Do you, do you have any ideas though on how we can make a change or make make it better? Well, the the one thing that like whenever you brought up the beginners, what really, to be honest, what really really got me into geckos and reptiles in general was um, you and Matt from Sassabek on your guys' YouTube yeah. channel. I honestly yeah. think that, like, um, what? No, I just agreed with you. Go ahead. Like, what really, really helped me was YouTube. And I honestly think that there's not as many people on the YouTube, and that's why there's, like, so many of the questions that are getting poured out on Facebook. And I think, personally, if, you know, some of the bigger breeders uh, like you and, you know, some of the other people, if they actually, because, you know, there's, there's, I'm, I'm guilty of it too, where I have, I don't think I've made a video in, I want to say maybe six months, but I honestly think if maybe we can steer some of the people back, you know, towards, say, the, you know, YouTube and the forums and those, that it would help out 
a lot of the beginners, and it would also go and it would cut down on a lot of the, you know, quote, conflict that are, you know, on the, you know, that are on the pages and stuff that we get from, you know, the people. That's a good point. I, you know what? You're right. Facebook has taken time away and focus away. For, I, YouTube used to be my thing. And, right, I, I don't spend as, half as much time on YouTube as I used to. I hardly ever make videos. And that's, like, that was how I got my whole start in this whole thing, where, where you know, I started getting exposure. Yeah. And so that's a good point, Max. You know what? I'm going to, in the new year, I'm going to make a focus more on YouTube. That's a good point. Yeah. That's that's what's on my New Year's resolution too. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try to get a good camera that actually will take video that doesn't look like sand and uh I'm gonna do the same thing. So cool. Wow. Well, I'm glad you called in tonight, man. Thanks thanks for reminding me about that. Yeah. But you know, that's just that's just kind of what I had, you know, I had uh, throwing around up there, so no, that's cool. All right, you have anything else you'd like to, to mention? Not really. That's about it. So. All right, cool. How are we doing with the show? You think we're doing I, good with the radio show? You know, to be honest, I um, to be completely honest, I really only started listening because of the show on Micro Geckos with Wally. Um, okay. Me, me and him, we talked. You know, we talked semi a bit. Anyway, so that kind of got me, you know, kind of on the on the train again. I remember when I first started out with Leopard Geckos. I talked to Marsha McGinnis, and, um, she, you know, she would help me out quite a bit. And so I really, really appreciated that. And she told me, we'll go and listen to, you know, um, what was it? It was Gecko Land back then, right? Yep. At the beginning. Yeah. Listen to that. And I, I was really into that for about a month or two. And then I went on a trip, and I kind of quit listening. But, you you know, it kind of it kind of got me back into it. So. That's cool. I think it's pretty good. All right. Cool. Well, let me know if uh, right. if you have any suggestions or anything. We're always open to new ideas. Oh yeah. Also, that's um, the was it the Supervite that I won on the Micro Gecko show. Uh, it got yep. here uh, about two days ago, and that is some. And it's actually really good because I've never had geckos actually eat calcium since I don't have leopard geckos. So mine are a little bit harder to get the, on the calcium powder and stuff. But they absolutely love it. <laughs> I have no oh, idea cool. why. But just wanted nice, to put that nice. out there. Okay. So thanks again on that. No problem. I'm glad you're able to enjoy it and use it. All right, Max. Well, thanks for calling, but I appreciate it. All right. Have a good one. Thanks a lot, Max. Merry Christmas. All right, cool. All right. Well, I was waiting for uh, for Ron to call in, um, but instead, I think what I'll do is I'll he hasn't called in yet. He must be busy cleaning his gecko tubs. Um, <laughs> we can go ahead and call John. Let's uh, let's call a guest. Okay. All right. I like calling people from the switchboard. Let's see what he's doing. Okay. Dialing.
Where are you, John? Please leave your message for 626-833-7816. Ah, yes, I bought this gecko. Uh, it's supposed to be a shrimp or albino, but I wound up breeding it. It proved out to be Hetford Bell albino in rainwater. I don't know what kind of geckos you're selling over there, but you better call us back at Gecko Nation Radio. Talk to you later. <laughs> Uh, that was just a joke, of course. His geckogenics are sound, perfectly sound. So we're, so we're crank calling now? <laughs> yeah, we're making crank calls to John now, I guess. Um, call. Yeah. Why don't you? Uh, you know what the best one is when you call two two numbers, and the and the yeah. both people <laughs> start talking to each other. Can you yeah, can you do that one for the switchboard? I, yeah, I guess I could. Yeah, I I. <laughs> We'd have to do a little practicing with that, but yeah, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Oh, uh, John's got some awesome geckos, awesome genetics. He's one of those guys that test breeds everything. I think that's the way to do it these these days. I've been test breeding stuff too, and you know, just going forward in the future, you, things are getting so mixed up genetically out there. Um, I see a lot of new folks getting in and they don't know really understand genetics and I see them buying stuff and I'm like, Oh my god, I never would have bought that and, or I see them labeling something as, Oh, I bought this uh, yada yada and it's not even close to what they're calling it. But uh I think in the future when all these things are so mixed up, there are gonna be serious people looking for, you know, the the good stuff and uh I think that's gonna be important. You see that a lot too, Tim? Yeah, I don't um I don't spend too much time um you know, cruising around and looking at places where they would be posted, but um it certainly is uh something that goes on and and uh it's it's something that's really tough to uh to track down, but that's why we encourage people that are looking to get into the higher end geckos to purchase from experienced breeders and do do a little bit of research on uh, the background of the morph so that they know what they're getting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> All right, let's see. I'm trying to think. Okay, waiting on some folks to call in, and uh, I guess we can go ahead and call Ron. Let's see if let me see if he. Uh... Oh, John wants us to call him back. Okay. We'll call John back. Gecko Boa Reptiles. Yes, this is Gecko Boa. I bought a gecko about six months ago. He said it was a female. It turned out to be a male. What's up with that? <laughs> well, I do that on purpose, so I mess everybody's project, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's going How's on here? Uh, not too much. Sorry I missed the first time around. I was sitting down to eat, but yeah, I just barely missed you. I don't know how. So how you guys right. doing? 
Pretty good, John. Doing good. Yeah. Cool. How, how's the show been so far? I haven't been able to listen yet. Um, I guess good. Yeah, I, I went into a little <laughs> uh, little monologue about how I'm burnt out with Facebook. But uh, other than <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you, you and everybody else. <laughs> well, that's it, man. I think everybody is. Um, I don't know. You know, it's been such a big part of everything, it seems, for like the last two years. It, and... It's and it's changing, of course, and it's not as fun as it used to be. And yeah, I think everybody's kind of just like getting sick of it. But and but it's still like everybody's still on it. It's like I don't know. It's kind of like a drug, you know, like a yeah. Drug. I can't I can't stop. You know, it it does drive me crazy a lot of times. And it used to be nice when I could see all the posts from all my friends and everything. And now it's gotten to the point where, you know, they select what you see and it's different advertisements here and there. And, it, you know, you don't even see all the stuff your friends are posting. And I mean, you miss a lot of stuff. So it's kind of, I mean, it's, you know, everybody's so used to it now and you're just kind of your daily activities to get on Facebook. And, you know, even to be a in the reptile world, you kind of have to be on it, you know. So it's, it's a you know, necessary well, evil at this point. <laughs> Well, Barbara brought up a good point about how it's manipulated, and I definitely see that. I mean, you know, like with with advertising, and even in the reptile community, breeders, um, it seems like it's a it's an information war, and you know, people are trying to change public perception on some things or some people, and not others, and it's everybody's agendas. It's all everybody's agendas, and, and I'm sure I have my own agenda too when I try to promote the radio show and what I'm doing. And I mean, it just seems like things clash and it seems like um, instead of people understanding that everybody's out there trying to promote their own thing or trying to, um, you know, focus on themselves, people think that because, because of that, that they're automatically against whatever the other person is doing. And I don't know, it's creating like, um, it's a, it's a massive social experiment, but it's, I, I think it's bringing out uh, the worst in people. And, and I think in the beginning it was a mixture of the best and the worst, but I think it's starting to lean more towards the negative um, aspects of human personalities and stuff. And that's just my, my feelings on it. What do you think, John and Tim? Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, it's it's turned a lot of people, a lot of really good people and people that would be really good friends and, you know, be able to get along in person into, you know, keyboard warriors and, I think a lot of it transferred over from YouTube because really YouTube was so anonymous that you people would just post. And I mean, you get the most disgusting comments on YouTube. And I think it, in a way it's just gotten, you know, everybody, you, almost everybody just posts something to contradict whoever they're, you know, going up against on the post. You know, it's like, you know, there's positive things too, of course, but I, I feel, I see a ton of negativity on there. And it, I think it's turning a lot of good people into, <laughs> these bad people behind the keyboard, you know, I think, I think a lot of these people that don't get along and, you know, have fights on, on Facebook would probably be really good friends if they just knew each other in person. If it was just kind of the way it used to be, you know, I mean, I remember the forums and thinking this kind of the same thing, like how forums like people would just go, you know, crazy on those. And I mean, it's nothing compared to Facebook now. It's really turned into, and it's, it's so, it's, it's just, almost too much in a way, you know, there's just so many groups and there's so many different, I mean, it's everywhere you look, there's a group, there's 10 groups for every category of anything, you know? So it's, 
kind of a cluster too. It's just all over the place. It's kind of hard to follow. That's, I think that's my biggest frustration. I, and I see a lot of bad information just constantly being posted, but it's like, you know, the information disappears too. <laughs> a lot of ways it just goes down somebody's wall and is gone. And so you just can't, you know, I can't be on a, I used to get on the forums and I used to post stuff and try to correct people on certain things, but now it's just, you know, I'd be doing it every week for the same question, you know, 10 times a week, you know. So you get to a point right. where you're just tired of it, to be honest. <laughs> but, <laughs> you and I were, you and I were talking about the uh, about the group, and I, I was I brought up the group uh, issue a little bit about how I was feeling burnt out with that, and that, um, you know, Barbara brought up some good points. You can go back and listen to it, you know, afterwards, of course, mm-hmm. John. But, um, you know, I was telling Barbara how, you know, I don't feel like I'm qualified to, I don't think anybody really is qualified to run a group with thousands of people and keep everybody happy. I mean, how do you do something like that? I mean, I I believe in free speech, and I believe even if your comments are rude, I believe, you know, you have the freedom to do that. However, in, in order to keep a group, you know, that's supposed to be educational and for young people and stuff and new people, you can't do it. You can't keep everybody happy. Drive yeah, that's that's why I told you I, I decided I didn't ever want to start up a group. And, I mean, I told you you're probably better off to stay away from it yourself. And I think it's good advice, especially for a breeder or somebody that, you know, we def- we definitely have our opinions on stuff. And if we're trying to run a group and we're trying to keep, you know, our opinions in there and, you know, you're, you're going to inevitably get people that are going to contradict you and just get to a point where, you know, it's, it's not worth it to be honest. I'd let somebody else do it, you know. For me, it's. I, I mean, it, yeah, it, it's tough, and I know you've had a hard time with it, and I mean, I know others have too with their own groups. So, for me, being yeah. a admin of a group is, you know, I'm an admin of that Reader Shield group, and that's enough for me. You know, I get I get enough headache from that deal alone, and that's not even <laughs> supposed to be a, a tough group to manage, you know. So, um, I yeah, think it's a. I think if Facebook would actually pay us for the amount of time that we spend in creating content and doing everything that we do, it would be worth it. But we're not even getting paid for the aggravation. I mean, seriously. It's a headache, that's for sure. You know, a lot of people think right. they're going into it as a market, marketing deal, like you you know, bring people into a group or something and you market no. your stuff or you kind of bring them in, but it doesn't end up working that way very well, you know. No, because everybody's everybody's trying to market themselves, and then sooner or later people clash, and doesn't, and it doesn't doesn't work. But I, I mean, I like the, I like the page. I like having my page, and I like you know focusing on that. And I think I'm just going to do more of that. I'm going to, you know, I, we have awesome admins. I want to thank all the admins, of course, that do put their energy into the group, like Heather, Brooke, and um, oh, we got a bunch now, Chrissy, and um, oh, what's her name up in Canada? Um, Allie, of course, and you know we have some great admins, and you know if it weren't for them, I think the the group would would definitely have become a lot like some of the other ones where there's just a lot of negativity. But um, yeah, it's it's still. I mean, John, honestly, people love the group, and yes, the people that get booted from the group for being negative are usually ten times more negative once they're out of the group than they, you know, whatever. But you know, it's just. Yeah, it's just one of those things, though. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's so confusing. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think you have, you're thinking the right way now. Is you gotta, 
I, you know, I, I've kind of kept it low profile, especially lately. And I just, you know, I keep to my page and my, my website. And I even have issues myself, you know, either you're, it's unavoidable. You know, I, there's people that are out to get you no matter who you are, you know, and I've, I've never been nothing but honest to everybody I've ever dealt with. And, you know, it still comes to that, that point where you're always going to have somebody going after you. It's, I don't know if it's jealousy or whatever it is, you know, it could be, you know, any, any number of things, you know, even associations, you know, for instance. And it's, to me, it's just, it's stupid and you can't get away from it no matter what, but you can, you can minimize it for sure. I, I, I find, you know, even if I know the answer to something or I could probably help somebody out, these days it's easier for me just to keep scrolling, you know, and rather than getting involved and, you know, all of a sudden I'm getting notifications of people getting, you know, pissed off about something or another and I'm involved now, so... (laughs) just better to yeah. stay away from it. It's hard to do that, but, you know, it. I've I've had situations where it's just, you know, it's hard to hold back, but, you know, I've, I've been able to, you know, do that pretty well, and it pays off in the long run, you know. I mean, well, I mean if somebody's out to get you, if somebody's out, to, you know, if somebody's out to get you and you've never done anything to hurt them, I mean, obviously it's, it's issues that they have and not you. You know, it's nothing you did, so... You know, obviously that person's got issues, you know, that they need to work out with themselves. And, you know, I mean. Yeah, there's there's a few out there that are definitely, you know, out to get other people. And, you know, a lot of it's based on lies and different, you know. They, they I, I don't understand it, to be honest. A lot of it I can't, I don't, I don't really understand at all, I, you know. There's some people out there that can be compulsive liars and just keep lying about stuff. And, you know, it's it's sad, but. You know, for me, that's the biggest thing. Honesty is like, you know, one of the most important things, if not the most important thing out of everything in this business. And, you know, if you're not honest in this business, you're just not going to do good. It's just bottom line. It trickles down, you know, no matter what. If I know somebody's lying about me, it's still going to hurt them in the long run, as long as I don't get Mm -hmm. a rise out of it and go after them, you know. But I think you just got to, you know, the honesty will prevail and, you know, some of these people that are just bottom feeders going after everybody, you know, that they can get a reaction out of, that's, you know, that's, they're not, they're not going to go far in this and they're not going to be around in two to three years. There's going to be somebody else replacing them. So, you know, that's kind of yeah. how I look at it. Yeah, that's true. And then there's always, you know, somebody is slandering you or, you know, there are legal uh, things that you can do. I mean, if somebody, if somebody's that bad about it, I mean, definitely consideration yeah, is really out there. It's, it's tough in that, you know, now it's uh, somebody can literally just start lying about you, whether, you know, for one reason or another, and there's nothing you can do. But, you know, I, I like I said, I think, you know, people that keep doing that, people read through it, you know, and I've had people that have, you know, said bad things behind my back that, you know, the people that have told me about it read through it and were like, you know, this is not true. And I didn't go after the person or whatever. I'm just like, you know, you can, you can take a look at, you know, like, I mean, look at my Facebook page and look at the ratings I get from my customers and stuff. You know, there's no way that I'm screwing people left and right if, you know, if, and I'm getting people that rate my business that well, you know. Or, I mean, it's it's just, you know, honestly, like I said, honestly, you'll prevail. And if you're, you're you know, do, like, if I was, I always put my, my shoe, my, uh, put myself in my customer's shoes and, think, you know, what would I, you know, even when some of the breeders I really like haven't always done things that I've really appreciated or done everything the way I would have probably done it myself, but I always put myself in the customer's shoes and, 
I try to take care of situations the best I can, and it'll it'll prevail, you know, overall. If there's somebody that's out there, you know, slandering your name, they're in the long run, it's just going to hurt them. That's it. Especially if you're a decent yeah. person, and you're honest with everybody else. You know, people see that and they they kind of read through it. You know, it's it, it can hurt some some things, but you know, for the most, it, it's better not to get involved and try to go after them for the most part. But it's tough, man. I know it's a it's a situation where you know, especially when they're doing it under you know behind closed doors and other you know, talking to other people, and you know. Don't even bring the issue up with you, with you first, you know. <laughs> that's that's right. bad, you know. But. Well, you can't be really good at something and not have somebody hate you for it. It seems, you know. I mean, even if you're you have your best intentions and you know you're really out there uh, trying to do your best and be positive, I mean, somebody's still gonna hate your guts no matter what. <laughs> Just oh, there's always somebody. There's always somebody out there gonna hate, not like you for one reason or another, you know. And, it, you, you can limit that for sure, but you know at the same time, it's it's there's no stopping it. There's somebody that's gonna not like you for whatever reason. Well, you know, you know some, not, some I, personalities some personalities handle it perfectly and handle it really well. But if you're a sensitive person, you're, you're like, well, why why does this person have such a you know grudge against me? Uh, and that, I'm one of those people because I'm trying to figure out, well, what the heck did I do to this guy or this person that they're you know they feel this way? You know what I mean? And yeah, you know, that's that's the that's the thing, but. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. It eats me up for sure when I hear stuff, but you know, at the same time, when I know it's pure lies, it's that's kind of where it ends with me. It's just like this person's just, you know, that's it. They're just lying to, you know, cause a reaction or cause a problem with somebody, and for whatever reason, you know, I mean, it's you know, somebody, you know, I've I've bought animals from other breeders and I've had issues with them, and it happens. You know, part of breeding animals and living with or working with live animals is there are issues that are going to happen. A lot of it's based on husbandry, but it could be something that happens with the animal, you know, just on its own, you know, and it's for, for somebody, if somebody has an issue with something I have and they never bring it up with me and then they just go and slander my name for it. I mean, that's where it upsets me. It's just like, you know, that, that, that just shows how amateur they are because they don't realize that, Everybody has, you know, when you're working with live animals, there's not going to be a perfect track record of every animal being perfect. You know, something happens here or there. You can limit it by providing the best animals you can, but, you know, there's there's always something that's going to go wrong. And if somebody can't bring it up to you first before they go out there and say bad things, I mean, you know, that just shows you what kind of person they are. Well, there's a saying that goes, uh, there was never a monument erected for a critic. So, you know, that's, that might be something to think about. I mean, if you're the type of person that's always, you know, just berating others, I mean, it's not really a great personality trait, I guess. You know, I don't know. But, yeah, uh, it's, yeah it's, you know, usually it's the people that are not really, you know, seriously in the hobby, too. So that's kind of the way you have to look at it, too. It's just people that, right. you know, the only way they can get a, a, a rise out of, you know, or get some enjoyment out of this is to to cause a rise in others. And, and you know what I've seen, John? I've seen a lot of the, the better people and the, you know, the really good people wind up, you know, taking a break from social media and stuff because of all the negativity and the negative folks. And, and you know, it seems like the, the sensitive or, or not, you know, like the people that aren't out there, um, I don't know, what's the word for it? Like, uh, I don't know. It seems like certain types of people, you know, good folks have gotten burnt out with Facebook and social media, and now it's 
there's the not, I guess it leaves a lot more of the folks that are those types that are uh, criticizing and stuff. And you know, I think it, I think like I was saying earlier, there's been a, a shift towards the negative side on social media. It used to be like a fifty-fifty yin-yang mix, and now it seems like it's going more towards the negative. Because I'll tell you, after a, a long day of answering questions or doing whatever I do on Facebook and stuff, it's like I feel drained of energy sometimes. I'm like, oh, my God, what did I just do all day, you know? And yeah. it's like, well, but, you know, at the same time, customers are on there. You know, you got to, you know, promote yourself. You got to, you know, you got to be be around. It seems like it, this whole thing has got us roped in. It's weird. Yeah, I, you, know, you know, in a way, I, th- I think you get burned out with the other stuff before you can get to the customers. Because, you know, for myself, for myself, I actually enjoy answering legitimate questions from customers and people that really care. When when somebody gets on there and is just completely, you know, they obviously haven't done any research at all, and they ask me such basic questions that it's like, you know, literally, I have every answer on my care sheet on my website and. I, I understand it in some ways, but then at the same time, I'm like, you guys need to do a little bit of effort before you come to me and ask me something like that. But, you know, legitimate questions, I, I don't mind. And I enjoy talking to people about stuff. And, you know, it's not a that's not an issue. It's, it's just when I and, – and part of it's probably because I stay away from all the, the posts and the groups and stuff. I, I don't try to get involved in all that. So I don't spend so much time with that, and I spend more time talking to people through email and – just customers on, you know, through messages and stuff. So, I mean, it's not such yeah. a bad thing, you know. I, and I think it's just because of the, you know, I, I keep my time there where it actually should be. Anyway, somebody right. wants to, if somebody's going to buy a gecko for me or even looking at buying a gecko, they're going to get my full attention. And, you know, not just because of buying a gecko. I get tons of questions about, you know, people buying geckos from other people too. And I'll give them honest, honest recommendations and stuff. But, you know, I'm going to put my attention there rather than trying to tell somebody, you know, what type of substrate they should put their gecko on or whatever, you know. It's, <laughs> I mean, to me, oh, so you, so you, don't, you don't spend any time in the great sand debate, John? Um, I, 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 I understand it somewhat. I mean, there's two sides of it. you got to look at natural loose substrate as, as, you know, there's a lot of variance there, too. You know, leopard geckos are totally fine on hard-packed soils, but you know, they can be fine on loose sand, but it's not a good idea. You know, they don't live on a Sahara sand dune. You know, they live in rocky outcrops and packed soil. I mean, loose substrate's not a big deal. Um, right. Some issues you can have is if you keep a male and female together on very loose substrate, you can get, you know, hemipenal, you know, um, you can get foreign substrate like on the hemipenal um, or the hemipenes of the male. And yeah. that can cause a, a local infection there. And, you know, if you know how to take care of it, it's not a big deal. But, you know, some things like that you don't take into consideration with the substrate either. So, you know, there's 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 a lot of factors. I keep, you know, when I do terrariums, I keep them on really hard-packed type clay substrate for leopard geckos. And I think it's by far the best um, substrate for them. But, you know, right. in, a ra- in a rack system, it's not necessarily the best. And, you know, it just depends on what your setup is and what you're going for. There's not just one way to do it. I definitely wouldn't be throwing them throwing them in on three inches of loose sand, though. You know, because really they're not designed for that. You you can usually tell with a gecko what type of you know environment they're for by looking at their toes. And when you look at a leopard gecko's toes, it has you know it has claws basically. 
and those are designed to be climbing up rock, rocky banks, and they're not designed for sand. You look at some of the other species that are designed more for sand, and you're going to have like more of a flat foot type of um, foot pad, you know, designed for that. Or you have the different types of arboreal that have, you know, different shaped foot. So you can usually tell what type of environment they're from when you look at their, their foot. So if you think a clawed leopard gecko is designed for deep blue sand, I mean, you're, <laughs> you're kidding yourself. But, you know, not to say that they're they're not good on, you know, hard-packed clay-type substrates either. Right, right. But well, that's sorry, extra. So we, could have depth, all, we could do a whole show on that. Yeah, I understand the both sides of it. I understand the the side that's, you know, people thinking, oh, you you have to keep them, you can't keep them on paper towels, or you you know, paper towels only is unnatural. But you know, I think with promoting, when you just say loose substrate's fine, you got to be specific, you know. And a lot of a lot of new people see those posts that are very sarcastic, like against, you know, paper towel substrates and stuff. And I've seen a few funny memes lately on it, but <laughs> I have to laugh too. But you know, it, it kind of does send the wrong message to the brand new, you know, person that's in the hobby. And they all think, oh, I can keep it on sand. The PetSmart guy was right, and that's not really the case. You know, it's right. If you got hard packed sand, sometimes you can get it down hard packed and it works fine. But when you have, you know, very loose desert sand, that's not either. That's not correct either. So I think more yeah, education and less, you know, means would probably be better in the long run. <laughs> right. Well, we're gonna take our our mid show break, John. Um, okay. Uh, do you want to stick? Do you want to stick with us uh, into the second half for a little bit? Yeah, I actually got to get back to work, but I appreciate you having me on. Man. Okay, well, thanks for calling in, John. We'll we'll catch you again soon. Appreciate it. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Take care. All right, later. All right, folks, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then after the break, I'm going to go ahead and call Mr. Ron Tremper. So hang tight. Gecko Nation Radio is a David's Fine Gecko's creation and production. You can visit the show's Facebook page at Gecko Nation Radio. I also have a great family-friendly group on Facebook called Gecko Nation. Apply for membership today. Gecko Nation Radio is sponsored by Gecko Boa Reptiles is your source for the highest quality leopard gecko morphs and wild types. From white and yellows to radars, amazing tremper morphs, and rare subspecies. John is a world-class breeder and extremely knowledgeable. If you're looking for something truly special in geckos, contact John Scarborough at geckoboa.com and on Facebook. Rainbow Mealworms is the largest worm grower in the world and selling to the public since 1956. If you need the highest quality mealworms, superworms, and crickets for your pets, contact them at www.rainbowmealworms.net. Ron Tremper is the biggest contributor to leopard gecko morph making, known worldwide for his amazing examples of living art. You can now download his leopard gecko care app his Morph Encyclopedia app called Leopard Gecko Pro, and visit his site, leopardgecko.com, to see where morphs are made. Supreme Gecko is a great source for crested geckos, day geckos, and other species, including micro geckos. Wally Kern is a top-notch breeder and gecko enthusiast. Visit supremegecko.com for his available animals and supplies. ABDragons.com is your source for the highest quality dubia roaches. Whether you're starting a colony of your own 
or just need feeders for your insect-eating herps. abdragons.com can't be beat in quality or price. They are also a huge distributor of FlexWatt reptile heat tape and have very competitive pricing. Check out abdragons.com online and on Facebook. That's right, everybody. Make sure you use the code GECKO on cap to check out and get 5% off your order with BB Dragons. Mention Gecko Nation Radio with any one of our sponsors, and they'll take care of you. All right, we're going to bring back Tim. What's going on, Tim? You with us? I'm here, Dave. What's going on? All right. No, we're, we're good. I saw that you had some connection issues. You dropped off a couple times, but you're back, right? That's good. I'm we're back. Go I'm ready call... to go. Okay. We're going to go ahead and call... Um, Ron Tremper, and then I see Wally's in the group. Um, Wally, you want me to call you after uh, after Ron comes on? Just uh, leave me a message. I messaged you on Facebook. Um, let's go ahead and call Ron, see what he's doing. All right, hang tight, folks. This is it. Takes a little little doing making phone call here while I'm. Doing the show. You're, you're an expert at running that switchboard now, Dave. <laughs> I guess, kind of, yeah, but it's still, you know, a little distracting. Um, okay. All right, here we go. Ron. Hey, is this the Texas uh, Holiday Santa that does those ninja moves on the corner? This is Gecko Claus right here. That's right. <laughs> What's going on, Ron? How are you? Oh, it's all good. You guys having a good kickoff to the show here? Well, pretty much. This is We had our year anniversary actually back in October, but we never really did anything special. So we're, we're going to oh, celebrate that kind of tonight. Yeah, we're, this ah. is just a holiday show. We're just, uh, you know, giving some, you know, this holiday cheer if we can. I'm going to try to give a prize. Oh, that's or something, great. But. That's great. You guys are great. Man, all the shows, I can't believe it. You've had over 50 shows. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's going good. The show's growing, growing yeah. and bounds and, you know, getting great feedback and uh, looking to keep going into our second year, of course. That's so, great, man got a dynasty going. Well, I, I really appreciate being part of the year as well. It's been a great year and good good year for the Leopard Gecko community. And, uh, you know, we're seeing some sales pick up a little bit. I'm hearing that from other people as well. So, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe we can keep it going into, for a few months here. Everybody starts uh, cooperating with you. each other. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. T, for your support and for your sponsorship. We really appreciate it. How's how's Absolutely. everything going down there in Texas? Oh, things are great. I've been working on stuff, uh, Helen and I, all, all weekend. We've got a lot of neat, neat geckos here. We've got about 600 specialty geckos, combo morphs that we're sorting right now and deciding, you know, what we're going to keep and making plans for breeding pairs and all for the next year and that's uh, great um, I wanted to let you guys know and your listeners that uh, uh, as soon as things slowed down here after the big summer push uh, I got going on the uh, Leopard Gecko Pro update uh, with the app again and uh, it's being coded now by a, 
uh, you know, a team of guys that I work with overseas, and and so we hope that I know Apple's going to close down when you know looking at new apps and and updates uh, around the 23rd of this month. So we might not have it um, cooking for everybody before Christmas, but certainly it's coming, and uh, we've had a lot of a lot of good photos submitted and information, mostly you know good. Good photo, a lot of combo morphs from top leaders all over the world. So, and uh, Dave, you've got some geckos in there, so it's going to be a a good update. Cool. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be you know 60, 60, 70 new photos compared to what's currently on there, and uh, so it's it's coming together real nicely, and uh, really spent a lot of time on it. It's big effort, but get everybody organized and photos in, but that's where it's at, and I look forward to having it possibly uh, live before the end of the month, so we'll let everybody nice. know when that happens, yeah, for sure. But, that's awesome, uh, right. yeah. Yeah, I, I really look forward to that, and also um, my son does also, whenever uh, he sees me with my phone out, he asks me to uh, to pull up some gecko pictures for him. Hey, I, I use... Uh, I use the darn thing myself. There's so many morphs and combos and, you know, possible hats and new stuff that, uh, you know, it's hard to keep it all in one head continually. And uh, so it's, it's a great tool, and I'm, I'm really glad to get it done. And I appreciate everybody's patience. It's taken a long time to put it all together. It's been like writing a new book. So uh, at any rate, it's, it's a good deal. Yeah, we've got some good projects going for next year, some cool combos that we're excited about. So, And, uh, you know, I'm just happy to see uh, a lot of the breeders doing better with, with with everything that's going on and look forward to a great 2015 and uh, get together on your show some more, too, as well. Yeah, all we got to do is book a date. Whenever you'd like to come on around, uh, anything, uh, got anything exciting, anything new? Plans maybe for this upcoming year? Oh, I don't know. I, we, we've got working on a super tangelo raptor. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, and taking that animal that's, you know, we've got some extremely concentrated color, probably seen on the webpage this year. And and uh, so throwing all red eyes on there will be a pretty cool thing. Uh, working on uh, super giant extreme amarines. Uh, should have some of those out next year. Uh, also, I'm finding that my my truest best bandit line um, that is the really top, you know, colored that deep black and and all with the creamy body. The albinos of that all come out in an unexpected color and. One of those or two were on the uh, pastel information page, but even when I incubate, you know, at high temperature, they still they don't look like regular albinos. They've got a rusty brown with lavender and gold colors, and so there's some kind of weird thing going on. The, the banded albino is is different than than other kind of <laughs> morphs as well. And uh, so we've 
we have. We've got some cool stuff going on there. We're going to show a lot more pictures, but I've produced about 15 of them now. Whether they're hot or cold, they're all really cool, rich, kind of rusty brown chocolate with cream and, and purple and lavender coming out, and, uh, and uh, you can clearly see the banded pattern. Uh, but the albinos of it is a strange, strange uh, outcome. So we're working on, uh, you know, we always think positive. So we've uh, got, uh, you know, giant and super giant uh, pastel albino bandits uh, that we will produce some with all red eyes this year, this next season. So we're going to oh, cool. have, uh, yeah, we've got the, uh, you know, an animal that kind of looks more like a non-albino uh, than an albino going to have all red eyes. So, uh, plus I've supersized it and threw the pastel gene on there. So it's been about three years working on it, and I'm excited about that just personally. You know, it's just something we've been cooking on. So Helen's got a lot of cool things going with her bell and rainwater combo so you know it's going to be a good year and uh yeah we just keep it going you know just keep doing our thing That's yeah awesome. mr t we'd also love to get helen on the show next year sometime oh yeah she's pretty shy but she you know she can uh she can definitely get on there i hope her her, her french accent is getting a little bit less and less so you know i i've been encouraging her to do that by the way and uh Tell her we're very gentle. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's for sure. And, you know, maybe uh, I'm on there, too. I can help uh, listeners, uh, you know, understand her accent a little bit when she's explaining things. But she's very, very savvy. And uh, we're just having a ball in the hallway, you know, bouncing off ideas together and just high energy and what ifs and, and uh going out at 10.30 at night, checking the incubator all through the year, you know, uh, what's hatched and what's come off. And so uh, I'd love, you know, she's got some projects. I don't want to spoil that. You know, we'll get her on here, and uh, you guys can, you know, there's a lot of lot of people, uh, you know, that are French listeners, that the French Canadians and uh there's quite a few Americans understand French, and then there's uh, all the, a lot of Europeans that are listening in. So, but she speaks perfect English and uh, understands English perfectly. So it'll be a fun show. I'll, I'll tell her that it's a must. <laughs> She's going <laughs> to kill me. <laughs> all right, we we got her booked up. Uh, Dave, yeah. give her a date. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Miss, yeah. Mr. T, do you get her? Do you get her down? Do you get her down to 277 also? You mean like for snake hunting? Yes. Well, that's one of our big goals is that, uh, you know, I've been talking to her about night driving a lot, and I want to get her out probably towards, you know, you know, we like to stay out in Alpine, West Texas, where we can go all directions from there. But, yeah, we're going to get out and show her some of the, different parts of the state, and parents will all night driving there in May or June. Let's see, you know, which way it's going to go. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's great stuff. Lots, lots of good things, and it's fun to share it with 
people, especially you know, family and Helen, that you know get to see it through their eyes and experience some of that excitement all over again. So, yeah, it's, it's a good deal. Texas is being living the dream, us. Mr. Tremper. Pardon? You're living the dream. Uh, yeah, you know, I have, I've been blessed. I'm great, very grateful that I've got to do what I really love. And, uh, you know, I've worked hard to make it happen, but I uh, had to reinvent myself a few times. But, yeah, I've been totally self-sufficient on captive breeding now for more than 31 years. So uh, wow. it's, it's really great. I was digging through selling some of my herb library last Sunday and a reprint I've had stored for so many years. And uh, I found a, a a binder where I'd been saving price lists back from the early 60s. Oh, it's a riot to see some of this stuff. I mean, forget wow. leopard geckos. I mean, there weren't even leopard geckos offered for sale to the average person, you know, on a price list till like in the 70s. But it's just amazing to see some of these things like, you know, California Mountain Kings, 25 cents an inch, and Rosie Boas, 10 cents an inch. <laughs> it's crazy stuff. <laughs> and it's just amazing. Indica snakes, $10, and, you know, just on and on, you know. But, uh, yeah, anyway, guys, uh, I'll let you carry on with your show. I appreciate you giving me a call. It's always good to touch in with the team there. You guys are awesome. You do a great service to the reptile community, not just the leopard gecko nuts, but all over and it's a really great haven for uh, all the beginners. So my hat goes off to you and your team and looking Thank forward you, to a great new year. Yeah. Appreciate it. Keep all it right. going, guys. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. T. Yeah. Carry on. We'll see you. Take care. Mr. Tremper, gotta love him. I'll tell you, it, I envy him in a lot of ways. I hope, uh, you know, that someday I can accomplish just half of what he's done. And uh, just amazing, really is. What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Tim? And and really some uh, some cool stuff to look forward to. Uh, see some new stuff from him next year, as yeah. as is every year. Right, every year something he's, he's working on something cool, and, and you know what? Any one of us can, you know, develop our projects year after year and look forward to the next season. I think that's what we do anyway. All of us we're just constantly uh, bettering ourselves, and um, you know, as much as I uh, I look up to uh, Ron and other breeders, you know, I'll tell you, I I really every year I'm just trying to like top myself. I'm trying to do better, you know than what I did last year and genetically and even how I, uh, my husbandry too. I'm always looking for ways to do my husbandry better and every year, you know, get a little better. So, and, uh, same with the show this year, saw some improvements and I think one of the, the biggest improvements, uh, that we did was, uh, bring Tim on. So I really appreciate you being with us, Tim. Well, thanks for having me. I, I enjoy doing it. It's um it is a big responsibility, but um like I said, we we do it to try to get uh, the best uh, information out there and we hope uh the, all the listeners enjoy it and and spread the word and and take part in it so that it, it makes it better for everyone. 
Great. And I think, um, you know, a lot of, like we were talking earlier about uh, new new people in the community and, and how some of us uh, definitely uh, don't have as much time as we used to or maybe some of us have lost patience for new folks. I, I always firmly believe that um, the new people, even that person that comes out and makes a post in the group or is asking about is saying bad for my geckos, that that person could be the next Ron Tremper or the, or the next uh, big breeder or the next person that discovers a really cool uh, new morph that just happens to pop out in their collection. And I think uh, we should be respectful to all of those folks, and we should always remember where we started out. Um, you know, I, I don't know anyone that was born with the knowledge of a master breeder. And, well, maybe a couple people. Um, they're pretty sure they have been. They were born that way. But um, I, I don't know anybody really. But, uh, you know, it's just uh, we got to remember our roots, and we got to, you know, help everybody. And I think the more of those, the more new folks that we help and not, you know, like scare away, um, is going to be really good for us. Because keep in mind, these these new people will be eventually be customers and breeders. And if you're, um, you know, on your way to making a little business out of this, you're going to want to, uh, you're going to want those new folks coming in because uh, some of those folks may buy geckos from you or other reptiles, whatever you're doing. So uh, that's important. Let's go ahead and call. Uh, we're going to go ahead and call Mr. Wally now. And uh, let's go ahead and call him. And then after that, we're going to call Daryl. You hear me, Wally? I'm calling you. All right. Dial. Okay. This is cool. They'll take your phone calls, folks, too. Message MB22. The number you have called is no longer in service. If you feel you've reached oh, no. recording an error, please check the number and dial again. What's up with that, Wally? I'll go ahead and call Daryl in. I know his number works. All right. <laughs> so you fill the answer. I'll tell you. I am very happy with our sponsors. We have some of the best sponsors, great people in the community, and just awesome people. Awesome people, awesome breeders, awesome products. We really do have an awesome reptile community. Daryl with Clayton Williams Energy. Sorry I can't get to the phone right now. If you leave your name and number, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks. At the tone, okay. please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up. <laughs> What's up with that? All right, we struck out twice. All right, let's go ahead. Tim, are you with me? No, I'm here. You, uh, <laughs> you're not doing so well on the call out. <laughs> tonight we got uh we got mr c on you're, you were good on that one and yeah uh, i guess i guess john john got right back to us but um <laughs> it's kind of hard to organize something like this you know everybody's busy you know trying to get everybody to call in a certain time is impossible because everybody's talking you don't know how long each person's going to talk and you can't just say okay i can only have you on for 5.30 seconds you know five minutes 30 seconds or whatever 
So, you know, I figured, all right, we'll just call them. And, you know, sometimes it works and guess sometimes it doesn't. All right, well, you know, we'll keep going for a little bit longer, I guess. And I'd still love to be able to give them their time on the air. And um, But also, folks listening, if you'd like to call in and uh, bring up some discussion topics, that would be great. Uh, the call-in number is 646-478-5331. Right, or, cool. or if you, anybody wants to call in and, and talk about uh, some of the pairings they're going to be doing for next year and uh, and what their their goals are with with the pairings, uh, they're they're free to call in and talk about that as well. Great. Okay. And uh, anybody that has the answer to my question in the beginning, uh, what are the three components to my bold and gold project? Uh, whoever can call in and give me the right answer on that will uh, will win a gecko for me. Okay, something cool. You'll pay shipping, though. And I'll make sure it's a gecko that'll work with one of your projects, too. So keep that in mind. But, um, yeah, I'd like to give away a gecko tonight, something nice for the for the special. I <clears throat> uh, also want to, even though he's not with us, I also want to acknowledge and thank Mr. Steve Barker. Um, he was our news anchor, and now we're not doing the news anymore, but Steve does do a lot for the show. He's the one that does our promo videos, and uh, he's going to be doing a lot more cool stuff. Um, he's our audio-visual technician. Right, right. That's the title we're giving him. Okay, we have a caller on the line. Caller from, uh, let's see, 262 Area Code. You're live on Gecko Nation Radio. Hi, Dave. It's Wally from Supreme Gecko. How are you doing? Good, Wally. I tried calling you, but for some reason I called the wrong number. <laughs> oh, that's Okay. <laughs> How's it going, Wally? How's it going? It's doing good, thanks. Happy holidays, and congratulations holidays. on your one-year anniversary. Thank you so much, and, uh, you know, thank you for being a sponsor to the show, and, you know, just thank you for everything that you do for the community. I see that your your 12 Days of Christmas was a success again this year. Congratulations. Thank you much. It's not from me. It's from everybody that's donated. We've had some wonderful donors and uh, some unbelievable gifts this year, and it's just a pleasure to reach out to the community and offer something back to them. So lots of yep, fun yep. and a little selfishness in that it's more fun for me, I think, than anybody else. So thank you, everyone. <laughs> so what do you see uh, What do you see happening in your collection for uh, 2015? Anything, anything exciting in there? Um, yeah, you know, I've got some, some plans just like everybody else, I'm sure. You know, we want to work with the animals that we have right now, uh, I want to move forward a little bit more with cave geckos. Uh, some of the animals that we have that we really, you know, want to start uh, breeding next year. We, you know, I typically bring in some animals and let them settle in for about a year or so before attempting to, to breed them, let them fatten up and get used to the surroundings and everything. And we had some acquisitions last year, and this next year, 2015, you know, fingers crossed we should see some, some interesting micro geckos and, Australians and some other animals. So, looking forward to this next year. Nice, nice. Um, something that I mentioned to you a long time ago, but I'm still kind of looking for, is um, I'd like to get a little female uh, agricola. Do you have any of those coming? I have a trio right now, and um, they didn't go for me last year. But I was moving them from upstairs to downstairs to just about everywhere in the house just to rearrange things. So, you know, we had them upstairs for a while just as a pet and, you know, showing them off to people that would come in and just such a nice, interesting, handleable gecko. And I don't think that they really settled down. So this year they're back on a 
uh, shelf downstairs and set up the right way, and they'll they'll have some peace and quiet, and uh, hopefully in, in uh, this next year they'll hopefully breed for us. All right. Keep me in mind for a female if you produce any. Absolutely. I got a little male here, and um, what for such a little gecko, and I call it my bonsai gecko because it's like a miniature. It's in like a little miniature setup. It's really cool. Um, for such a small animal and such a small species, they are very intelligent and curious. Do you notice that about yours? Absolutely. I, I look at them as a, a miniature kimono dragon. They're just such an interesting little animal. You know, they remind me of, of little dinosaurs. Uh, they yeah. are, I think they are curious. I think that they're, at least, you know, in my collection, they're one of the smartest animals. They kind of sense, you know, if it's um, if they're in danger or not. And, you know, we again, you know, a lot of people stopped by the house last year. We would pull them out and let them handle these these animals, and they just seem to settle down very nicely um, and, you know, to walk around a little bit and kind of kind of look around, and uh, they just seem to be very peaceful, and, and I think you're right. They are very knowledgeable animals, very very in tune with what's going on in their environment. Yeah, yeah, I love them. They, they, to me, they look like, a, I don't know, they kind of look like a Jurassic Park raptor in a way, their face a little <laughs> bit. and Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they are very the, prehistoric looking. Yeah, whenever I open the cage, mine just comes right out. He just walks right out, right onto my hands, and just sits there. And it's just really cool. We have a uh, three-year-old granddaughter, and uh, again, you know, I had them upstairs for a long, long time. And uh, now that she's able to uh, open the cage, and she's a little bit more adventurous, we we unfortunately had to move them down. But uh, you know, she was very comfortable handling them and letting them walk on her arm, and she just really enjoyed the opportunity. The, the crustids that we have scared her a little bit. You know, we would bring them out, and they would jump once, and she would take that step back uh, and, and have that look in her eyes. So, you know, we would bring these out, and uh, she would go right to them and handle them with no, no concerns at all. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and they're so, they're so delicate, but uh, almost, you know, when they're full-grown, they're – I don't know. They just the way they carry themselves. It's, they, I don't know. It's just something really cool about them. I, I don't know what what words I'm looking for, but you know, out of all like crested geckos and um, other smaller species that I've kept, this these, this little guy is like one of the coolest uh, coolest in my collection. I think for sure. And they're so so easy to take care of too. I'm, I'm surprised that more people aren't aren't uh, keeping them in their collections. You know, we feed ours the crested gecko diet. We don't have any uh, heat on them, so it's room temperature, and they do very well. Well, maybe they'll pick up. Every time I mention something, everybody starts buying them. I started talking about budget frogs, and everybody bought budget frogs, so who knows? Maybe uh, everybody's going to be looking for them now. <laughs> I don't know. Keeps to set some trends every once in a while. We mention it on the show, then you know, people start thinking about it. And, well, you know what? A lot of people don't know about this species, you know? And now they're going to mm-hmm. Now they're going to look into it, and they're probably going to like it. I think you're right. And, you know, I wanted to say, you know, this whole last year, I, haven't made, I personally haven't made a lot of these shows, but I've downloaded every episode. And, uh, I, I, again, I wanted to say thank you guys for bringing the show on air because I think that from the beginner to the more advanced hobbyist, you guys are presenting a ton of information, something like this, you know, for example. But 
to have the people that you've had on the show, you know, Oliver and 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 Marsha and and Steve Sykes and Steve uh, Chamelli and and now Ron and uh, you know that's that's a ton of valuable information that you're getting on these shows that you don't see anywhere else in the hobby. So again, much appreciation. Uh, thank you so much. We do our we try to do our best, and um, it's it's just a it's an honor to be appreciated, and it's an it's a great honor to do this. Uh, absolutely, I mean. Um, it is a responsibility too, and um, we have a lot of fun with it. And I don't know, we're just going to keep going as long as we can, Wally. And don't catch, don't uh, don't forget yourself. You're in that list of great uh, guests too that we've had on the show. So, um, well, you know, definitely. Thank you. Me, no, thank you. Uh, for me, you know, you guys have somebody like a, a Joe Hop or a, a Travis, you know, from Enigma, Enigmatic Reptiles on and. That makes my year, you know, to hear some of the things that those guys are doing with their animals. It's just really, really special. We have a lot of great people in the community. Yeah, thank you so much, Wally. And uh, we look forward to having you on again in 2015. I'd I'd love that. that. I'll look forward to that. Thanks. All right, awesome. All right, have a good night. Thanks for calling in. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, we got a few callers on the line here. Let's go ahead and take caller from the. Uh, oh, I see Daryl's on the line too. All right, I'm gonna take one phone call and then I'll take you, Daryl. Uh, caller from the six one five area code. You are live on Gecko Nation Radio. Hi guys, great show tonight so far. Hi, who's this? This is Jamie. Hey Jamie, what's going on? What can we do for you? Oh, not too much. I just figured I'd uh, share a little bit about my uh, 2015 season. This will be my first season, so it'll be my learning season. Um, I bought a mail from you, who was produced by Gecko Boa, so I'm real excited to see what he produces. He's just a jungle bull trimper with a possible hit for Blizzard and for um, Eclipse, so I'm going to be test breeding to see if he's actually hit for that. I remember that, Kiko. Yep. How's he doing for you? Yeah, and I got a really clean trumper stripe that I'm going to breed him with that's also possible hit for Raptor, and we'll see how that goes. And I've got a blizzard that I'm crossing him to to see if he produces any blizzards. Nice, nice. So this is your first year breeding? Yep, yep. This is my first. Awesome. Well, that's that's great. It's going to be exciting. When, you know, everybody's first year when they first start seeing those babies hatch out of the eggs. Yeah, you're going to be hooked. It'll be, you know, an amazing experience. In fact, it never gets old. Every time I see gecko hatching, it's so exciting. So. And I'm constantly really checking fun. for ovulations right now because I'm paranoid I'm going to miss them. <laughs> well, don't be paranoid because you have you have at least a month or so to you know feel the deal on that once you see it. So. Okay. Um, cool. <laughs> I also wanted to answer your bold gold project question. Go ahead. What is it? Uh, bandits, emerines, and hyperxanthics. You got it. Congratulations. Yay. Okay. Yay. I'll have to with something nice. Make sure, very cool. Uh, very cool. Do me a favor. Remind me. Uh, shoot me a message on Facebook uh, either tonight or tomorrow. And uh, just okay. just a quick reminder. And I'll I'll find something nice that will work for your uh, for the geckos that you already have. Something cool. Awesome. Very cool. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll shoot you a message right now. Awesome. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, thanks for calling thanks in. Thanks a lot for calling in. No problem. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yes, I remember Jamie. Yep. 
All right, let's go ahead and bring on our other sponsor, Mr. Daryl Burton from Longhorn Geckos. What's up, Daryl? Hey, Dave. How's it going? Good. What's going on down in Texas? You're the second Texas uh, guy we've had on the air. Well, the uh, wind's blowing and uh, temperature's changing. You know, down here you can go from uh, 70 degrees one day to 30 degrees the next. You just, you know, this time of year you never know what you're going to get, so... Wow. Get that cold? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. You know, we've already had a few, uh, uh, two or three weeks ago, we had two or three days where where we had a freeze, which was kind of early for us, actually, usually not until, you know, end of December, 1st of January, where I'm at, West Texas. I can't imagine the the horny toads like in 30-degree weather. Ah, you don't see anything right now. Uh, They'll... Bill Burmaid or Hibernate, however you want to, however you want to put it, just depending on where you're at. But right now, you're not seeing any reptile activity. No. Um, right now, so, but it'll start warming up about end of February, early March, and then you'll start seeing everything come back out. That's cool. Yeah. So how's everything yeah. going in your collection? How are you guys doing? They're doing good. Uh, getting ready for year two here. So, uh, my comment to the the lady that just was talking about her first year, just hold on. It gets it gets better and better every day. So she'll enjoy yeah, it. Definitely. I know I did. I know I did the first year, which was last year for me. Um, mm-hmm. was was a lot of fun. And whenever the eggs start hatching, boy, it's just uh, Kate and I had a blast watching that. So yeah, can't wait for it to yeah. start over. Gonna gonna try a few few things on our own this year. So. Uh, any kind of any kind of any kind of secret combos you're doing, or any kind of um, new yeah, things you're yeah, looking forward got, to? We, we I've got a couple of things I'm gonna try. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna release that info yet. I want to wait and see what <laughs> happens. Okay, I know you give it away, and then everybody starts doing it, right? <laughs> oh, everybody's doing it anyway. I mean, come on, everybody's reading all kinds of neat stuff. You don't want that Davis Fine Geckos trying to cut in on your action and steal your project. Yeah, you got you got to watch that guy. That's right. You got to be careful with him. <laughs> he, uh, him and the mean old gecko lady. You just never know. You never know. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of Marcia, I, I talked to her during the week, and uh, yeah, we're going to be doing a show with her soon. We're going to have the mean old gecko lady on. Good, uh, good. Probably, yeah, probably in the beginning of the new year. So heck of a uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Well, uh, so I, I want to thank you very much for sponsoring the show, Daryl. And um, you know, of course, we we we're just very happy to have you on board with us. And um, you know, wish you the best of luck with your projects and what you're doing. You know, we hope to see you produce a lot of great things in 2015. I think you're going to do just fine with what you got there. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be a fun year. I think. Uh, uh, appreciate you having me. Uh, I, I just like to second everybody's opinion. This is a great show. Lots of valuable information gets tossed around, and and a lot of neat people come on. Dave, you're doing a great job with that. Uh, Thank you. Keep it up. Um, yeah. And like I say, I'm I'm ready to go. Been kind of busy, you know. Crazy oil industry at the moment. Everything's kind of topsy turvy, but I get busy from time to time and get out of touch, but I'm still around for everybody that's worried about me. 
Well, we were. <laughs> now, I, was, you, I was ready to to give you a eulogy because you were you disappeared off Facebook, so I, I was really concerned <laughs> about you. So. Well, I just I, I run through spurts where I get tied up and don't get you know get to looking on there very often, and and man, it's just it's just nuts right now. So you like Down, the one you that you like the one that broke out of jail, and you know we're all in jail on Facebook, and you're like the one that broke out and got away. Oh, you know? I come back to reality every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Now the girls have started ovulating already. Uh, I've got a couple that I, I'm 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 thinking. I was look I was just looking at them when I was waiting online, and and I've I've got the I've got one sun glow that that I'm pretty sure is going, and and uh, then I've got another one. I've got the uh, Dave will remember. I got a uh, a female funky jungle from Mike. Remember the big female I got last year? I think she's fixing to go. Looking oh, yeah. So yeah, I've got a couple that are starting, and uh, you know the the sun glow was the first one that that ovulated for me last year, but it was early January, so she's probably going to go about the same again. She's she's looking pretty heavy and looking at her. I don't think she's ovulating yet, but I think she's getting close. Mm. Yeah, probably oh. soon. Yeah, she's the first up one. Some of my fat cells. You have any yeah, fat cells she started. Under? No, I, I, man. You know, I'm, I'm always, uh, I'm always uh, used to. I hadn't in a while, you know, post on, on, on uh, the gecko babies comments. You know, anything white out for me, I, I like it. And I'm gonna have to get some, but I don't have any yet. Mm. So, but I sure like the white out. I know you're building yourself a man cave. What's going on with that? Is that almost done? Yeah, you know we. I kind of had to shut it down, got busy, and, and, you know, getting contractors out here right now is kind of tough because of the, uh, you know, we've been in the oil boom until, like I say, recently for the last three years. And so getting anything done out here is either pretty pricey or just, you know, everybody's building new houses. They don't want to, they don't want to work on anything like that. So, so I'm close mm-hmm. though. I, uh, uh, probably by March I'll have it finished. That's cool. Got a yeah. friend of mine that's a friend of mine that's a contractor. So whenever he gets some free time, he'll send his guys by and do little odds and ends things for me. So, so yeah, probably mm-hmm. March. Nice. And that's when you can start yeah. buying all your snakes, right? Boy, I'm, I yeah, Mama keeps telling me I can't do that, but but Cade, boy, he wants a, a pied ball python so bad he can't see straight. <laughs> the last time we went and saw last time we went and saw Ron, he got the whole one, and uh, I, I think if he had his choices right now, snakes would beat out the leopard geckos for him. Really? So, yeah. Yeah, he likes the leopard geckos, but he likes the snakes. But Mama won't let him have one, so that's why he likes. So we're still so working. We're still working on that, though. Yeah, so he likes them even more because he can't have them, right? I mean, that's the way. It well, works, that's right? probably it. Yeah, it's the uh, old Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Theme, isn't it? Right. You want what you yes. can't have, right? That's right. That's how human nature yeah. works. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh, that's exactly. cool. Well, Daryl, I just want to thank you again for uh, for being a part of Gecko Nation Radio and uh, being a sponsor and also being a great new breeder that came on the scene. And uh, we're going to definitely wish you the best and 
look forward to seeing a lot of new, you know, neat stuff from you next year. Well, I can't wait, and uh, I'll I'll start posting pictures whenever that starts happening again. And uh, and like I say, Dave, I appreciate you for letting me hang out, and uh, I've enjoyed it and learned a lot from you guys. And and uh, uh, what what's the saying? You ain't seen nothing yet, right? That's right. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> uh, how about if I give you a call one night this week? What's, uh, what's Do it. Yeah, for? yeah. Give me, give me a shout. I'd love to visit with you. And, uh, uh, anytime, buddy. Okay, cool. Thanks again, Daryl. Thanks for calling. I really appreciate it. Merry yeah, Christmas, Daryl. Hey, you too, guys. Hang in and there. Thanks for all the support. You bet. Appreciate it. All right, cool. All right. I don't know, Tim. I think that's uh, I think that's a, a nice lineup we've had so far tonight. Um, wow, I, I I'm just feeling great about the show. I'm feeling great about what we're doing. I just love the positive uh, feedback from everybody, and the, of course our sponsors. Thank you all, and thank our listeners. Uh, thank you very much, and everybody that's hung out with us in the chat room. Thank you so much. See some uh, some new folks in there, and uh, some regulars, and. It's uh, it's uh, we do this for all you guys. This is uh, you know we do this um, for the community and just want to keep doing it. And uh, we hope you like what we're doing. But um, yeah, I don't know, Tim. I, I'm kind of running out of running out of things to talk about tonight. What do you think? Want to wrap things up? Or? Yeah, it sounds good. My uh, my son's getting sick, so I need to uh, go attend to him. Okay. All right. Well. Again, uh, I just want to thank, uh, of course, Steve Barker for everything he does for the show. I want to thank you, Tim, for being a, a great co-host and, uh, and uh, of course, the listeners, sponsors. Thank you so much. Um, I'll go ahead and play the outro and I'll come back with my closing remarks. And uh, Tim will do and, it again next week. And thank you, Dave, right. and uh, we'll talk soon. And, uh, again, to all the listeners, please uh, please show your support and support our sponsors as well. Yes, very important. Cool. All right, Tim. We'll be. Uh, we'll do it again next Sunday. All right. Take care, Dave. Take care, everybody. All right. All right. All right, folks. Check this out. I'll be right back. Gecko Nation Radio is a David's Fine Gecko's creation and production. You can visit the show's Facebook page at Gecko Nation Radio. I also have a great family-friendly group on Facebook called Gecko Nation. Apply for membership today. The jazz music you heard tonight was generously donated and created by Jeremy Turgeon of J&D Reptiles. Thank you very much, Jeremy, for the great musical pieces. You can check out Jeremy at J&D Reptiles on YouTube and on Facebook. And a very special thank you to our news anchor, graphic designer, and audio tech, Steve Barker. All the graphics, audio sponsor plugs, and music overlays were assembled by Steve. Check out Steve on YouTube at BC Barker Creations. He has some terrific videos for the herb community with amazing geckos and snakes. Please support the U.S. Herpeticultural Alliance and U.S. ARC. Gecko Nation Radio is proud to support both of these organizations. Please donate to U.S. ARC so that they have the funds needed to legally protect pet owners' rights nationwide. You can donate to the U.S. ARC Legal Defense Fund at www.usarc.org. If you would also like to learn about advocacy and how you can take action on a state and local level, please subscribe to the U.S. Herpeticultural Alliance newsletter and blog at www.usherp.org.
All right, folks, what a great show comes to a close. And uh, closing remarks are simple tonight. I just want to wish everybody uh, the very best for the holiday season. I don't want to be so much politically correct. Uh, I'd like to wish everybody Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, Kwanzaa, whatever it is, you know, Merry whatever. And I hope you, uh, you know, enjoy um, the holidays. And I know the holidays can be sad for some folks, and, um, you know, that's it's, it's tough and maybe uh, I'll see how things are going if uh, maybe we'll do a special show on Christmas uh, you know for people that don't have family to go to and uh, whatnot. so think about that but um, thanks again folks for everything that you do and uh, thanks for being the great community that we are and uh, let's just keep doing it alright I'm going to go ahead and thank our sponsors number one Dale Speed of Dragons. Dale Speed of Dragons is the biggest and best reptile supply distributor of all the Northeast Expos, going from Maryland all the way to New Hampshire. They are now the master distributor for FlexWatt heat tape. So if you guys need FlexWatt, um, contact DaleSpeedOfDragons.com. We're also starting a new website. It's under construction, but um, it'll be done soon. It's uh, FlexWattHeatTape.com. Check that out. And if you're at any of the shows and you need reptile supplies, see Dale Speed of Dragons. Mention Gecko Nation Radio, and they're going to give you a 10% off discount. All right. Uh, AVDragons.com the best place to get your Dubia roaches. Use the code GECKO, all in caps, at checkout for 5% off your order from AVDragons. GeckoBoa.com, John Scarborough, you heard from him earlier. Awesome breeder. Working with amazing wild types, amazing morphs, and some really cool obscure species. So I want to definitely recommend GeckoBoa.com. Supreme Gecko, Wally Curran, you heard from him tonight. Another awesome breeder, doing great things for the community. Definitely someone that gives back, and we're proud to have him as a sponsor. So check out Gecko, I'm sorry, SupremeGecko.com. Ohio Gecko, check out that. He runs GeckoForms.net as well. Ohio Gecko's got awesome tangerines, snows, some cool fat tails too. Rainbow Mealworms, you guys know it, you guys love them. That's Rainbow. Jillian Spence runs Rainbow, and she is awesome, a great person in our community, and just a fantastic feeder company to deal with. Check out RainbowNewworms.net, biggest worm farm in the world. Reptiles Express, if you're shipping your animals anywhere in the country, you're going to want to use the best shipping company with the best customer service. That is Reptiles Express. If you're new to shipping, contact Debbie Price at Reptiles Express, and she will certainly help you. It's easier than you think. Mr. Ron Tremper, the godfather of gecko, leopard geckos. He was on tonight. And, uh, wow, I could, I could just go on and on about Ron. Uh, definitely somebody I look look up to in the community. And, uh, wow, 30 some, 30, 31 years he's been going strong. And uh, definitely an asset and just, a, just an amazing person. So happy to have him on board as a sponsor. Check out leopardgecko.com. Check out his apps, uh, Leopard Gecko Pro, Leopard Gecko Care. And uh, Leopard Gecko Pro app is going to be updated soon with some awesome new geckos. So check that out. And last but not least, Mr. Daryl Burton from Longhorn Geckos, brand new gecko breeder on the scene, made some incredible investments with some awesome genetics. Thank you so much, Barbara. You're awesome. Um, <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought. Love you too, Barbara. Um Daryl Burton from Longhorn Geckos, awesome new breeder. Um, you know, these are 
a lot of you folks out there are just great, great new breeders. And um, we're glad to have you. Check out Longhorn Geckos on Facebook. His website will be up soon. Gerard, I love you too in a heterosexual way. Nothing wrong with anybody that loves people the other way. That's cool too. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I thank you so much, folks. I really appreciate the, the, the good vibes, you know. It uh, means a lot to me. And uh, I'm just uh, just really happy that we're all together in a great community. And uh, some of us uh, can really get along very well. And uh, let's keep doing it into 2015. And uh, I, uh, gonna keep, I'll keep doing the Gecko Nation group, I think. And uh, I'm just going to maybe take some, take a little bit of a step back from it a little bit. Um, but we'll still keep it going. I think it's uh, definitely uh, a positive force for gecko owners and reptile owners. Remember, gecko nation is for every type of animal. This is this, It's a group to post your pets. It's not just about geckos, folks. Um, so definitely have fun in there and be nice to everybody. Be, uh, be kind to each other. That's the whole point of the group. Okay. How about a cool song? How about a cool instrumental piece to take us out tonight? Uh, if you guys know me, I like a lot of uh, music from Hans Zimmer. He's my favorite composer. And as much as I like uh, heavy metal and rock and roll and alternative, uh, I definitely can appreciate instrumentals. But most of all, I like instrumentals from certain movie scores. And one of my favorite movies is Gladiator. So here's a piece from Gladiator by Hans Zimmer. See you guys next week. <laughs> 